Welcome to another episode of Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. Representative Ryan, welcome to another report to your constituents. This week, we'd like to talk about a very touchy issue right now because a lot of people are hearing the bad news that uh, school property taxes are going up. They're raising millage rates to compensate for what has been going on with COVID and the shutdown and, and, and not having as much money coming in. This just says property tax problem all over it, and you are the man here. Talk to us about what's going on, Frank. Chuck, as you know, when I was doing my research for House Bill 13, which we have not yet uh, put into the system because we're still trying to get consensus on the solution of the problem, but many of the problems associated with the property tax system were addressed in my bill. So because of some pushback that we've received on House Bill 13, we're still in the research phase. Uh, where we're trying to come up with some replacement revenue on on some of the areas. And it's been one of the problems plaguing getting rid of property taxes since day one. You know, I make a comment to people that if you say to people, how many of you want to get rid of property taxes? Uh, You would see probably 100% of people raise their hand. Sign me up. How how are you going to do it? How are you going to replace the taxes? And as as soon as you say that, then all of a sudden all the hands start going down. So here's the kind of the axiom that I've been telling people. I found that in my study so far over the past two years on this issue, that pretty much everybody wants to get rid of property taxes as long as someone else is picking up the tax. So I say that somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but but here's what we're trying to do. First of all, under my House Bill 13, because I get this question frequently now, under COVID-19, this is why we have to have a property tax, because it's stable income. Under my House Bill 13, I created a lender of last resort so that if there was a disruption like a COVID-19, the school districts had the ability to stabilize their spending and their programs using this lender of last resort to give them a more stable operating platform. So I had already accommodated that in the bill. The second issue, though, that we're finding out is because of COVID-19, now going back to the issue, the need to get rid of property taxes has even come to the forefront, and I'm committed to getting rid of and eliminating property taxes. So here's what the, has happened, is, and, and as we've been saying all along, when COVID-19 hit or another type of economic disaster, earned income tax revenue drops. Now, we did the responsible thing in the legislature by passing a preliminary budget that fully funded the schools. So the schools knew that they were going to get the same amount of money from the state that they got last year. And at the same time, though, the schools were adversely affected because of the shutdown of the economy. They didn't get the earned income tax. So they put it in as an increase in millage rates to raise the property taxes on the very people who don't have incomes. That's the injustice of the property tax system. Even seniors who are fixed income, it's taking a bigger bite out of their fixed income. So what we need to do is we need to get the spending under control. We need to look at uh, enhancing the returns of the pension funds, which have been one of the biggest cost drivers of property tax increases. Uh, 35% approximately of all the payroll hours spent in the school district are paid used to pay the unfunded pension obligations. I'm on the PISA's board of directors, and we've got a whole series of pension reform bills in the legislature that just started to move. Uh, one of them I wrote uh, myself, and I'm the prime sponsor of the other bill I wrote, and another member is the prime sponsor of the bill. Those two bills are moving, and they're going to the Senate. They'll probably be enacted this year. 
the combination of all of those will help us get some of these $5 billion in management fees under control and increase the transparency, and we believe increase the yield of the funds, which will start to reduce property taxes. The second thing that we need to do very clearly is we need to look at, at all of the issues related to uh, getting the federal government to fund what they should be funding under the uh, children with disabilities, because the IDEA Act has never, since its inception back in the 1990s, has never been properly funded. And then I think the third issue that we really need to come to grips with across the board uh, on this issue is how do we deal with some of the concerns in the schools about the inequities and injustices of the funding formula, where some school districts are getting paid 80 to 85 percent of the revenue from the state and other school districts are getting 15 to 16 to 17%. So my bill starts to accommodate all of those. And uh, we're still trying to come up with a replacement revenue. So what my intent is, is to work with the core groups of people, a group of retirees that I talked to before. Uh, the AARP was very helpful, NFIB, Chamber of Commerce, PSEA, uh, the Public uh, School Business Officials Organization and DSBA and other related ent entities and get them together and say, we've got to solve this problem. I think the blowback that people are getting because of the onerous burden of property taxes, we're getting to a point where I think we can get the political will to get the votes necessary to finally bring this thing to fruition. And I'm committed to doing that. It does sound like that, Frank. Uh, there's a lot of folks who really can't handle a property tax increase at a time when they haven't really been working. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.